Welcome back to another episode of I Have Issues. It's your boy Vlasos bringing you the issues for the week of October the 12th, 2022. Got a relatively small pull this week. We've got Marvel, we've got DC, we've got the Indies. And will we see six weeks in a row of DC taking home pick of the week? Will it happen? Can it happen? We'll go ahead and we'll find out. Like I said, we've got got a short pull. You know, two only two indie books this week. Five DC, five Marvel. So, pretty balanced as far as Marvel and DC, but short on the indies. But uh, I'll explain as to why it's a little short on the indies this week. Uh, once, once that comes up. But enough of that. Enough talk. Enough explaining. Let's go ahead. Let's get to the issues. kicking things off this week first with dc that's right the streak has ended up first we have batman incorporated issue number one so this is basically uh ghostmaker and the rest of batman inc are investigating uh all these different murders of uh mentors of uh, Ghostmaker and Batman. So, you know, they're finding all these, you know, people that, that trained Ghostmaker and Batman way, way back in the day. And they're finding them dead. Not really sure what's going on. You know, you got a lot of other uh, Batman Inc. members just kind of like, hey, why, uh, why don't we just tell Batman? <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, yeah, he's kind of busy right now. So, yeah, you know, it, it was okay. I mean, it was an alright start to the series. Uh, I don't know. I'm not 100% sold on the premise of the series, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, well, we'll see. That is Batman Incorporated, issue number one. Up next, we have Batman vs. Robin, issue number two. Batman and Alfred go into the House of Secrets. He's met by Kane and Abel. Uh, basically, he's getting Batman's getting briefed on pretty much everything that happened in Robin, uh, with the tournament, with uh, who Mother Soul is, uh, and pretty much how Robin or how Damien ended up falling under control of the de- uh, of uh, Devil Nazia Nazia Nazaz. I can't remember how the hell you say uh, his name. But, uh, uh, Niza, Neza, Neza, I think I'm just going to say Neza, but yeah, uh, you find out how he fell under control of the devil Neza, and, uh, 
yeah, that's pretty much what it is. And, you know, Batman's trying to figure out who he can trust, who he can't trust, what what's real. And basically, he's knows he's walking into a trap, and but he's going to go save his son anyway. That's Batman and Robin, or Batman versus Robin, issue number two. Up next, we have, uh, up next, we have Future State Gotham, issue number 18, the finale to the series. All-out war, all the Batmans fighting each other, fighting against Hush, fighting against uh, a Joe Chill-possessed Damian Wayne. Uh, it was fine, you know, it. it's weird, you know, the majority of this issue... As always, black and white. But then, like, literally, like, the last, like, five to six pages, it's, like, all of a sudden they're in color. It's like, really, bro? You couldn't just done this the whole goddamn time? <laughs> um, but, yeah, pretty much it's, you know, the team, uh, you know, they end up banding together. Uh, you know, Bruce, Talia, uh, Nightwing, who's Batman, uh... Next Batman, Jace Fox, Red Hood, uh, Hunter's Panic, uh, Batgirl. Pretty much they all end up banning together after they've taken out the Talons. And they're basically able to stop this this demon-possessed Damian Wayne uh, who's been aged up. And uh, who who finds it out? But, you know, but of course Dick Grayson, uh, Nightwing. So, won't spoil the ending, but it's... uh, you know, it's a very heroic ending, uh, and you've got a new uh, new trinity established there at the end of this book. So, well, I say trinity, but more like a bat family trinity, bat family uh, hierarchy, I guess, if you will. So that was kind of cool. That is uh, Future State Gotham issue number eighteen. Up next, we have Superman, Son of Kal-El, issue number 16. It is the return of Kal-El. So pretty much this is, you know, John getting up to start his day. Of course, you know, he sees Luthor basically trying to uh, turn the people against Superman. And, well, Superman being John Kent. Uh, you know, uh, Luthor is pissed at him trying to do all this. Uh... And it's funny, there's this part where Lex is working out and some stuff had gotten stolen from uh, police lockup that was uh, or police custody that was Luthor's. And uh, so John goes to pay him a kid, uh, John goes to pay him a visit while he's working out. And he's over there struggling, you know, doing bench press and John starts spotting him and helps him out. And he's like, you need a help, you need a spot there, Lex? And Lex is like, you know, the thing I liked about your father he goes, at least he had some manners, and he goes, and had a right to privacy. He goes, and would wait outside the window. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, pretty much John is, he's, you know, he's kind of overwhelmed. He's, there's a nice part of the story that's, or this issue that's, basically he's remembering, you know, when he did finally get his powers, when his powers kicked in. How he could hear everything, he could see everything. His, you know, everything was just overloading. His, sen- you know, his sensories were, or his senses were just overloaded, and he didn't know what to do. The only thing he could do was focus, you know, on Superman, his dad's uh, heartbeat, and that calmed him down. And you know, he there's a break in 
or a bomb that goes off by the Ultra Humanite uh, in, uh, was it Strikers or Rutgers? I think it was Strikers. But anyway, so there's a, a break-in. He goes to stop it, gets ambushed, uh, gets hit with a mental attack. He's able to shake it off, but now he can't, he can't turn off everybody's voices. He can hear every negative thought that, you know, people on Earth have of him. He kind of panics, but he goes to his one safe spot that he's just, he's like, you know what, I've got, I've got to get up, I got to get above ground, and just so happens to, uh, as he's coming up, as he's starting to, to leave uh, atmosphere, in comes Superman, and he spots him right away, and goes to calm down, you know, it's the first time he's, he's uh, been able to see and see his dad, and Long time, long time. So it's a nice, nice touch to that. That Superman, Son of Kal-El, issue sixteen. Up next, we have Wonder Woman, issue number seven ninety-two. So you find out who's behind the uh, Devil's Flowers, or pretty much the whole, you know, uh, conspiracy with the uh, Milk Extra. You find out exactly who in the Greek pantheon is behind it um and then you've also you know basically cheetah now is going to be working with uh with wonder woman's little team um this also has a uh has a a nice tie-in to another book um one that might have previously been reviewed so uh um but yeah so you know everything's done you know cheetah's uh saved uh and she's gonna be working with steve trevor uh oh uh siegfried and uh and ada so interesting issue that is wonder woman issue 792 also out this week from dc we have batman urban legends issue 20 batgirls issue number 11 jurassic league issue number six the finale to that Dark Crisis, World Without a Justice League, Green Arrow, issue number one. Uh, the Flash, The Fastest Man Alive, issue number two. DC's Terror Through Time, issue number one. That is an 80-page special. And The Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, issue number one. All right. So that means there's obviously a new winner for Pick of the Week. So let's keep on going and let's find out what it's going to be. All right. Up next, we have the Indies up first. From Image, both books are from Image actually, we have Do a Powerbomb issue number 5. So we have the finale, well not the finale of the series, but we have the finale of the tournament. The finals is probably the best way. We have the finals of the, uh, the, the, what is it, the DLPW, uh, tournament to crown champions and to grant a wish to the winners of said tournament. Uh, so, 
at the you see a little bit of the origin of their opponents, uh, them being Luna and uh, and uh, 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 Cobra Sun. You find their uh, like I said, you see their opponents as origin, kind of why they're both uh, why those two are both in the tournament, uh, what they basically are fighting for, uh, and pretty much you know like I said. Uh, <clears throat> Cobra Sun and Luna basically go to, uh, was it Necroton? And they say, listen, we need, you know what? This, this is the finals. We need, uh, something over the top. You know, you say you want, uh, ratings. You say you want something great. How about you make this, you know, a barbed wire, no disqualification, no holds barred, ladder, uh, balls count anywhere, death match, <laughs> which you know, anybody that's a wrestling is like, God, God damn, that's a lot of stipulations. And, you know, don't they all kind of mean the same thing? <laughs> but uh, in that sense, you could kind of tell that uh, somebody that doesn't necessarily watch wrestling uh, and analyze wrestling uh, as thoroughly as, as most uh, <laughs> most wrestling fans would. Otherwise, you know, it's, like, uh, it's kind of a hat on a hat on a hat. But uh, anyway, so they had basically the so Necron says yes, that's the kind of match we're gonna have. Uh, it'll be exciting, and so uh, the match starts. Things are going well until uh, they're not. You know, it gets pretty brutal, pretty violent. Uh, they're a little in over their heads, and uh, you know. Just when it looks like things are about to get really bad, they start turning around. And, you know, Yuna, or Luna, and uh, Cobra Sun are going to go for their finish. Uh, and just when it's about to happen, you know, one of the uh, the opponents decides, you know what, I'm not losing. I'm doing it. I've got too much to fight for. And he begins ripping at Cobra Sun's mask. Now, remind you, Cobra Sun has not revealed his identity to Luna. So Luna has no idea that's actually her dad under that mask. So the mask starts getting ripped away. It rips just enough and Luna sees the face of her dad. And she hesitates. And well, this is not the ending we were expecting to this tournament. And I'll just leave it at that without spoiling it. That's do a powerbomb issue number five, even though that was kind of a little bit of a spoiler. But you get it. You get it. Anyway, uh, up next and finally we have Spawn, issue number 334. So Jim Downing has made his attack on Al Simmons on Spawn. And so he's got Overkill, Haunt, uh... You know, Jim's fighting him, and then I think you have, um, there was one other person that was involved in this attack. Well, you know, Mark tries to, to intervene, but to no avail, he gets knocked away, uh, and gets, uh, knocked out. So Mark's a little pissed. He's like, look, we, you know, he's pissed at, uh, uh, Jim. He's like, dude. You said we had more time that I had a chance to negotiate with Spawn to basically wait to make sure he can come over to this side and help us, you know. And, you know, that, that's after the fact. So, you know, Al's fighting all of them. And, he, and then he finds out that Cygor has been programmed to turn on him. So Spawn gets knocked out. Now he's chained up. 
Meanwhile, you've got um, uh, you've got Sin, who's Cogliostro. You've got Sin, and you've got uh, the vampire leader Blood. Uh, they've broken into Clown's uh, little fortress thanks to uh, a former associate of Clown, and uh, so they're you know assaulting that when they run into the Violator. So you've got that battle going on. So you know they've knocked Spawn out, and basically Jim is basically telling you know Spawn he's gonna take his power. You know, he's going to find out, and he's like, why did you ever, you know, choose, you knew everything would eventually lead to this, you know, you can't be trusted, Al, you know, we have to take your powers and finish this ourselves, uh, and Spawn the whole time is like, who the fuck is we, <laughs> you know, who is we that you're talking about, that group out there, no, that ain't going to do it, and, you know, Jim's like, no, no, I keep saying we for a reason, uh, and, uh, Someone long thought to be dead has returned, and much to uh, much to Spawn's surprise. So interesting. That is Spawn issue number three thirty four. Also out this week from Image. I will say that I picked up Love Everlasting. Come to find out, I grabbed issue two again instead of issue three. So that was out this week. I'm looking forward to reading that. Uh, it's Hitami, issue number one, is also out this week. Star Hinge, book one. The Dragon and Boar, issue number four. Seven Sons, issue five. Prodigy, the Icarus Society, issue number four. Uh, Halloween Party, issue number one. The Least We Can Do, issue number two. And Hack and Slash, Hot Shorts, issue number one. All right. Let's finish things up. Let's finish with Marvel. Finishing things up this week, we have Marvel. Up first, we have Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 11. The Hobgoblin has returned. But which Hobgoblin? Who's under the mask? So this issue starts out with, uh, you know, Peter, he calls uh, Betty Brand. And he's just kind of talking to her, you know, kind of catching up. <clears throat> Uh, you know, asking about Ned and all this other stuff. And, you know, she's like, oh, you know, everything's great. You know, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> and uh, so Betty's like, hey, you know, the baby's up. I got to go. So she hangs up the phone. And she sees an unexpected visitor there waiting with their child, with her child. 
Um, then, fat, me, then meanwhile, you've got Peter. Basically, he ends up asking out Felicia. He ends up asking out, you know, Black Cat. Uh, and she takes him up on it. She says, yeah, you know, maybe. You know, you'll have to try to catch me type of stuff. You know, basically, yeah, I'll think about it, but I'll let you know. And, you know, Peter's like, wow, that that actually worked. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> he's surprised, you know. He's like, man, maybe maybe my luck is turning around for once, you know. Maybe that Parker luck is uh, is turning good luck. Uh, but then, you know, as Peter goes home, as he's excited from all this news, he's met by Ned Leeds, who basically says, hey, you know, we got to talk. You know, I need you to be my inside guy at Oscorp. And Peter's kind of like, well, um, that's the thing. You know, Norman's kind of reformed. And, you know, yeah, I've had my suspicions and I've been hard on him. But, you know, he's on the up and up. And that's when Ned pulls out these uh, pictures and he says, look, that may be the case. Or at least it may be it was hopefully the case. But he's talking with uh, Roderick Kingsley the original Hobgoblin. And he's like, and it does not look like they're having, you know, a, a Duke, you know, a, a something that a, a conversation that you would want to see or hear from somebody, you know, from a goblin, from goblin to goblin, essentially is what he's, he's insinuating. So this puts Peter on edge already. Uh, you find out, you know, Peter ends up confronting Norman about this, and Norman kind of tells him, look, years ago, you know, I took his empire, I, you know, took his company, and I basically stole all of it and all this other stuff, so he came to me, he wants it back, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it back to him. I'm going to give him his half with some interest, so, yeah, that's basically what I'm going to do, and Peter's kind of like, okay, but Norman tells him the wrong day on purpose. Norman tells him, it's on Thursday when this meeting is going to happen when it's actually on Wednesday. So, some interesting things going on there as Norman goes to hand back the rights to that empire. And uh, things do not go as planned. So, it's pretty pretty wild. I, I kind of enjoyed this, this issue. That's Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 11. Up next, we have Ghost Rider, issue number 7. You know, Johnny Blaze finally wakes up from the... Uh, the exorcism that Wolverine performed on him. Uh, the exorcism surgery, if you will. So he's kind of finally shaking things off. And he goes to this diner. And uh, he's just pounding coffee, pounding coffee. Not working. He's just exhausted. He's like, man, I don't know what the hell's going on. He's just, you know, keeps drinking coffee, keeps drinking coffee, keeps drinking coffee. He's like, man, this should, this should work. And it's not. I'm tired. You know, I'm getting more tired the more I drink. So he goes off and he finds a place to crash, finds a hotel, crashes there for the night. Well, you find out he's uh, he's kind of been uh, getting drugged the entire time <laughs> uh, uh, by uh, Talia Warroad, who she's was posing as the uh, the waitress there at the diner that uh, Johnny was in. So pretty much what she does is she ends up going and she reads his mind and kind of. You know, finds out everything about Johnny Blaze and the Ghost Rider, kind of, you know, the nooks and crannies. See everything that he maybe might be, for, or that he might be forgetting, as to why things are the way they are right now, why he is the way he is. You know, she's when he made his the original deal with Mephisto. 
you know, his fights with uh, with Blackheart or with Blackheart. Uh, there are issues there when Johnny became king of hell, uh, and how basically Blackheart was pissed. So you've got all that going on, and you know, meanwhile you still have the uh, the bar that Johnny was at that was set on fire as you know, police a police officer pulls up on it. It's like, yeah, you know, he he goes to call it in. Well, the body that the uh, that that demon had went into. Uh, that Wolverine had killed uh, ends up going into another human in turn raises itself up it kind of it kind of goes alien and kind of goes through the guy's mouth and comes out and basically takes the host of that police officer and the uh, yeah it's basically the essence and the spirit uh, of Ghost Rider himself you know it's not the spirit of vengeance but it's uh, basically it's shadow in this new new being called exhaust uh and eventually like i said you do see who is behind everything in this series thus far who's pulling the strings behind the scenes you find out who it is i won't spoil it but it's really cool it's ghost rider issue number seven up next we have venom issue number 11 this was really cool this was uh this was definitely one of the books i considered pick of the week or considered for pick of the week uh, so basically, you know, we pick back up with, with Dylan, who's on the verge of being killed by Bedlam, uh, who he finds out is his father or some for, some form of his dad, you know. Um, so Bedlam uh, basically is beating the hell out of Dylan. And, you know, Dylan just ends up passing out from the pain. Uh you know, Dylan is found by the Life Foundation. They basically kind of bring him back to life, thinking that maybe he still has the symbiote. Well, Venom did just enough to keep him alive, but Venom bailed. So Venom is off on his own. Uh, meanwhile, you've got Sleeper, who managed to escape, and he's basically looking uh, for a way to basically go in and save Dylan from the Life Foundation. And you find out that he's, uh, you know, Sleeper's made a, he's kind of sneaky. Sneak, you know, Sleeper, uh, Sleeper. Sleeper has kind of, uh, you know, had a backup plan just in case. Uh, this goes back to uh, Extreme Carnage. So there's a tie-in there, tying back to Extreme Carnage. So if you remember uh, that story or read that story, you'll understand what I'm talking about. You know exactly who... Uh, who Sleeper left the uh, piece of himself with. Uh, so basically, like I said, you know, Dylan, Dylan's pretty much almost uh, brain dead. You know, body's not responding. The only thing that's working is his brain functioning. And basically, Life Foundation's like, look, no, you find that damn symbiote. You know, you keep, if, obviously, if it's not here with them, it's going to be looking for its host body. You keep this kid alive or get him the hell out. Quite frankly, I don't care what you do. You get him the hell out and we'll go find the damn symbiote, you know, Turn over every rock if you have to do it by hand. Do it. So, uh, basically, you find out that uh, Venom ended up trapping, or basically ended up saving Dylan by basically taking his essence into himself. So, he took Dylan's mind and he put it inside the mind of the symbiote. So, basically, instead of it being the other way around, where Dylan is in, or where Venom is inside of Dylan's mind, uh, Dylan is inside Venom's mind, and there's all kinds of blocks and traps. So that was pretty cool. I, I kind of dug the way they went about that. 
That is Venom, issue number 11. And finally this week, we have Wakanda, issue number one. Uh, two stories, one uh, one with Shuri, and then one with the uh, history of the Black Panther, or the Black Panthers of history. Um, it was fine, you know, it was basically, you know, the Shuri story was okay, basically Rhino ended up sneaking into Wakanda, uh, terrorizing, you know, Shuri's, you know, all this happens after Black Panther, what is it, seven or eight? I can't remember which issue it is that the last arc ended. I think it was eight. So, you know, T'Challa's, you know, banished from Wakanda, and basically, you know, Shuri's working overtime, and her mom's like, look, kind of obsessing over this a little too much kind of starting to act like your brother i know you miss him yada 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 and sure he's like no 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 i need to you know i need to be on top of things and finally she's like okay mom you're right we'll just let's just go eat let's go have lunch let's go do this and i'll I'll relax well that's when the rhino bus you know rhino busts out so sure he has to put him in his place take him down um she's like okay he's not he's you know rhino's not smart enough to do this by himself as far as to get in he had help and you do see who ended up helping Rhino and kind of what you get a, a glimpse of what their uh, their plan is so that's the Shuri story the Black Panther story is basically you know uh, the queen taking these group of uh, Wakandan children through uh, the history of the Black Panthers and uh, you know Shuri along for the ride and stuff like that so it was okay you know it was, it was fine uh, yeah that's Wakanda issue number one also out this week from Marvel, we have Wolverine issue number 25, X-Force issue number 32, Immortal X-Men issue 7, Fantastic Four issue 8, uh, Star Wars issue 28, Captain Marvel issue 42, Axe, that's Avengers, X-Men Eternals, Death to the Mutants issue 3, Legion of X issue number 6, Gambit issue number 4, Black Panther issue number 10, Axe Eternals issue 1, Star Wars The High Republic Issue 1, Star Wars Visions Issue Number 1, Axe Iron Fist Issue Number 1, All Out Avengers Issue Number 2, Namor the Submariner Issue Number 1, Punisher War Journal Brother Issue Number 1, and Guinness Marvel, Guinness Vell Captain Marvel Issue Number 4. Whew! It's a lot to run through. But there's one more book, and that's Pick of the Week. You guessed it. It's Daredevil, issue number four, The Man Without Fear and The Woman Without Fear take home pick of the week, thus putting Marvel as number one this week. Breaking the streak, and that is coming up next. Taking home pick of the week for October 12th. I'm yeah, October 12th, 2022. It is Daredevil issue number four. We start out in a helicopter. Detective Cole thinks to himself, "What am I doing? This isn't my life. This this isn't my." When Daredevil says, you're nervous, don't be. It'll be fine, Cole. We're almost there. 
Cole thinks to himself, I once fought Daredevil in the street. I didn't believe in him and what he represented. But now I don't believe in what I represent. Cops and robbers, crumbling justice system, I'm lost. And God help me, when you're lost, that's when the devil takes notice. Looking over, Cole looks over at Foggy Nelson, who's asleep. He says, why him? Why Nelson? Why your lawyer? Daredevil says, you're here to keep me out of trouble. And Foggy's here to get me out of it. As the helicopter lands, the three walk out. Matt, walking up the steps of the helicopter port, says, The sound of her heart calms me. It's the only thing about Electra that does. Waiting for them, Electra says, Smooth trip? Matt says, Some trouble in Sapario, but nothing I couldn't handle. As he embraces her, she kisses him on the cheek. Matt thinks, her lips, smooth. They soothe my skin. I told her I was staying behind in New York to talk with Kirsten, to clear things up. Does she even care what happened? Does her steady heart feel jealousy? As they begin walking away, Electra says, while you've been back home sorting through your dregs of your old life, I finally put the billions I stole from the Strowmans to good use. As Matt looks up in horror, he says, No. Hello, boy. You ready to do the work? As he looks and he sees Stick training many others. Furious, Matt turns to Electra and says, Damn it, Electra. We're past needing this spiteful old man. Without missing a beat, uh, Stick says, Sure, kid. You do real great on your own, yeah? Riding in a prison cell like the rest of the criminals? Electra, explaining herself, says, Stick is the one who found the text on the fist. So he gets to see this through with us. When one of the fighters from behind says, Hey, Monty, this really what she was waiting for? The guy next to him says, Shut up, Jab. Jab says, we're supposed to follow some guy in a Halloween costume who breaks, who beats up bangers and muggers. Enraged, Daredevil makes a slow turn towards him. Jab says, what? You got good hearing? Is that supposed to scare me, devil man? As Matt gets closer, he says, I hear your weak heart. The skip and rush of fear just for me walking towards you. The grind of your teeth now as I wonder as you wonder if you can take me in a fight so try it and I'll show you pain that would make the devil shudder Matt thinks to himself I would love to leave these people with love but if Electra recruited them I first need to put the fear into the ones who could be problems when a voice from behind yells daredevil Surely you're not into psychologically intimidating these people already. As Leonard Sampson, Doc Sasquatch, walks in. Professional psychiatrist who clearly understands unusual worlds and settings. My secret weapon. 
extending his hand. Matt Murdock says, Dr. Sampson, glad you took us up on, your, on our offer. Please, call me Leonard. And it was too intriguing not to. We're going to do great work here. I can feel it. I hope so, as well. Welcome to the fist. As Foggy turns around, he sees the stunned Detective Cole. Foggy then says, uh, Cole, you, uh, you good? Cole, still in a daze, says, I, I don't know. Now, meeting with a lecturing stick, Matt, says, these recruits, where did you get them from? As the lecture responds, most are from the drifting. They were mercenaries we encountered when we stole all this money. A lot of them are ex-hands, so they know what needs to be done. Stick sitting down says, the world is full of people hurt by the hand. We just had to find them. Most people are going to get hurt. I met their shadow leader. I met Akka. As Matthew stares out into the distance. Ha! You? How'd that go? Asked Stick. The Hand has partners now. The Strowmans. They're making moves. Something... Something global. You were right, Electra. All the prophecies were right. They have a new fist of the beast. It's Frank Castle. The Punisher. And she also said, I'm the beast of the fist. As Stick slides a book towards Matt, says, This is the thing, kid. She's got her prophecies, but we've got ours. The fist and all its power stem from dual beasts, a king and a queen. Akka thinks she knows so, she's so fucking smart. But her not knowing that this is how we're going to win. This is why the two of you exist, why you were put on this earth, to push hell back. You'll be the king and queen of the fist if you survive the ceremony. As Cole walks into his room, he's met by a woman named Smash. Here's your room. Cole putting his bag down says, I, uh, I appreciate it. They call me Smasher. I like to smash. Uh, I, I got it. Thanks. As Cole puts his bag on his bed, Jab from behind him says, So who the fuck are you? Cole turning around says, Name's Cole. I'm just, I don't care about your name. I mean, who the fuck are you? You and your little stink buddy stink of regular people. The thing with regular people, they die. Or they get people killed. So maybe you ought to stay in your room and get out of our way. As Matt replays the incidents on the train station. A kiss to Kirsten as she walked away. He thinks to himself, I'm sorry Kirsten. I love you. And I'll probably always love you. But I promise myself to think bigger. And I need to see that through. Whatever the sacrifices. Whatever the heartbreak. I'm the daredevil, and I'm going to fix this world. As Matt steps out of the shadows, Foggy, who's up more drinking his coffee early in the morning, says, Holy shit! Foggy, 
You're a burly, says Matt. Foggy standing up says, uh, Couldn't sleep, and I, I know this is a big day. I should be there with you. Walking away, Electra says, Nelson, you are free to join if you don't mind being torn limb from limb after the a treacherous truck trek. Matt turning away and says, I know you insisted on joining me on this journey, and I appreciate that. But it'll be fine, Foggy. We'll be back by nightfall. I promise. As the daredevils trek through the mountains, climbing, going through caverns. Matt, looking over at Electra, says, I love Kirsten. I love Electra. Life, it's complicated. As they find the cavern they're looking for, Electra says, Stick said this is where the souls of the hands dead reside. To resurrect the fist, we need to defeat them. And it's been a long time since the fist existed. So there will be a lot to... As Matt grabs her hand, says, It's okay. We've got this. Life is complicated. And death isn't an option. As the zombie remnants of the hand step forth from the cavern and engage the daredevils in combat, As we see Cole training, he thinks to himself, I'm out of options. I'm on an in unhabit uninhabited island south of Russia, far from home, far from familiar. It's all so surreal, but I can't just leave. I have to trust that daredevil, that the daredevils are right. And this is important. I'm so far from home. I, I haven't felt this way since... I was a child in Chicago. A lack of control over my world, the surroundings, this feeling, this fear. My life has been all about knowing familiar and knowing the streets, my job, and the people around me. Keeping a distance while knowing that nobody in close, nobody too far from my eye. So I need to take control again. The setting is different, but I'm the same. I'm my North Star. There's comfort in that. It pushes back the fear. I'm Cole North, and I'm a fighter. As we see Jab walking up, and Cole and him trade blows, both getting the better of each other through different strikes. We also see Electra and Matt fighting the dead of the hand. Both tirelessly fight. Both picking up each other. Holding each other up. When suddenly Electra is stabbed in the back. Enraged, Matt takes off forward. Stabbing through the hand member. When he too is stabbed in the back. Electra, lying on the ground, stabs one in the, in the foot. As Matthew continues to fight on through the pain. As they both collapse to the ground. Laying there. Matt looks over and says, uh, uh, Electra, are, uh, are you, I'm alive. She responds. And in walks Stick. Electra Nachos. 
Matthew Michael Murdoch. Do you relinquish your old life, the way of the world below, for the world above, for the strength of a hand looking inward, for the fist? Electricist, I do. And then Matt says, I, I do, you bastard. Well then, I declare you king and queen of the reformed fist. Husband and wife, congratulations. Now let's get to work. And that's it. That's the pick of the week for October 12th, 2022. It's Daredevil, issue number four. And that's going to do it for this week. Daredevil issue four, taking home pick of the week for October 20 or for October 12, 2022. Yeah, I'm digging it, man. I like uh, they're finally going to clash. Daredevil looks like they're finally going, going to fixing to go after uh, the Punisher and, and you know clash with the hand. So that was pretty cool. You know, Venom was cool too. I dug Venom this week. Ghost Rider, a lot of fun as well. Amazing Spider-Man, man. I'm really digging Spider-Man. I like uh, where this this new direction that it's going in. You know, Spawn continued to be fun. A lot of fun. Do a powerbomb, man. I'm really, I really love that. Like I said, it was a very, a very surprise ending to the tournament. I will say that. So it did not go as I initially expected it to. Uh, and then on D, you know, on the DC side of things, you know, Batman vs. Robin was fine. I liked it. Uh, Future State got them. Overall, I think wrapped up pretty cool. I, I, I enjoyed the way it wrapped up. I did. I was a little pissed that they finally put it in color, like the last like few pages. So I'm like, really? You couldn't have done this the whole goddamn time. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. You know, Superman. I really, really liked Superman, Son of Kal El. Really liked that. Uh, Wonder Woman. I really dug Wonder Woman this week. You know. Batman Incorporated, eh, eh, it was just, eh, it was alright. Same with, you know, Wakanda, it was okay, it was okay. So, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, wherever it may be, like and subscribe, give you a review there. Be sure to go on social media on Facebook and Instagram, both are at i.have.issues.comics, like and follow there. Follow your boy over on Whatnot at Vasos. That's V-A-S-O-S. Follow me on Whatnot. Uh, come check out my Saturday morning auction starting at 8.15 Central Time. 8.15 a.m. Central Time, that is. Come hang out. 90 minutes. Sunday morning comic or Saturday morning comics. So come hang out there. Let's have some fun. Hang out. Buy some books. All that good jazz. I've been your boy Vasos, and we'll be back next week with another episode of I Have Issues.